Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. TV radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. They 
are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The Hebrew word for mictum has many variations of translations. The major ones are golden, graven, a permanent writing, precious, hidden, or jewel. The Septuagint renders this a sculptured writing of gold. Perhaps the most accepted translation of Nictum is engraved in gold. This speaks of the divine nature engraved into our hearts by the word and the life of Jesus Christ. A new humanity, the one in man, is now stamped with God life, engraved in his golden glory in heaven. Carolyn, that which is in heaven will be heavenly on earth. I keep saying that and I keep declaring it because it's when I get in the Word of God, I see that that is already what God wants us living in. I want to thank publicly Reverend Alan Farley and the Eastgate Church family for excellent stewardship over Eastgate Church in my absence as I ministered to my family and was ministered to by my family. Um, I, you know, the Lord spoke to me when I, I was, it wasn't long after I started pastoring, so that's close to 30 years ago. And uh, I was real busy with the church, and there were some things that my mother needed. And 30 years ago, I guess she was 68, you know, she's 98 now. And he's and uh, I and he's something I needed to do for her. And I was telling well, but Lord, I'm doing this and this and this. And he said, you're to take care of one and not neglect the other. Amen. You're to take care of one and not neglect the other. Amen. I was to take care of his business, but I was not to neglect the family. Amen. You never get so busy in God's business that you neglect the family. That's a good word right there. And so that is, a, that is part of my job as a pastor. Not just to teach you to be godly and to teach you to be, to be seeking God, but our responsibilities are always to take care of our family. Um, I want to thank you, Sonia, uh, for accompanying me to Missouri to assist me with the celebration of Mother's birthday party. She was a big help, as she always is. Um, and I can say, as I look back, and you know, we always, as Christians, especially as prophetic people, we look back over the years to see what God has done. And then we look to the new year to see what direction the Spirit of God is taking us. Of course, we can never wrap it all up in one message. But <clears throat> I can say 2018 came in with major life changes mm -hmm. for me. As it was necessary to put my mother in assisted living in Jan on January 1st, in, the in January. One time many years ago, and this is before I pastored, so we're probably going back 35 years, a prophet said to me, you will always have to fight Satan. He will either attack your family or the church. Mm -hmm. Going one way or the other. <laughs> the church has settled in this year to where it's been a beautiful blessing. We're just kind of like we're settling in. And the harmony and the goodwill and the fellowship and the love and and but this year I've had that challenge with my mother. And the subsequent months of 2018 have required my first personal oversight of her care and well-being. And she's happy again, well adjusted in her new surroundings. For the first several months, she cried every day. <laughs> And cried every time. I don't know whether it's every day, but every time she talked to me, she was crying. <laughs> and, uh, but I, when I got home Saturday from my Thanksgiving vacation, there was a uh, certified letter from the state of Missouri saying they're going to investigate her status. So, back next, that alone. 
Mm -hmm. So they didn't tell me, they tell me they sent me some paperwork to fill out to let me know what this investigation looks like. So anyway, we'll move it, move it on, just keep moving on. And, um, but we had a joyous gathering of family, old friends and new friends at the assisted living. It was a glorious occasion. Shannon sent 98 balloons. You can always count on her to zap up a notch. <laughs> and the ladies of this church, you gave your gorgeous, uh, and, uh, old, I'll say antique jewelry, <laughs> costume jewelry. And the lady residents and the staff were delighted mm -hmm. with this jewelry. They had so much fun with it. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to give some more of your stuff away. <laughs> because that was so much fun, giving away your uh, jewelry, is that our Christmas party, we're going to have a white elephant uh, giveaway of some old stuff you don't want. That was fun. <laughs> but, and Kirk suggested that I give the men uh, miniature cars, and I did, and they loved that. And one of the residents, one that I knew from childhood, actually, was there, and he pulled out a hearse. <laughs> oh, no. He said, I don't want this. <laughs> I didn't check them to see what law was in there. <laughs> I said, you just put that thing in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a huge success, and I just want you to know that you're, that, this church's deposit of your uh, old costume jewelry was a big hit. I told about this one precious little lady. I told her they could just go up and take one, you know, because I put it all on the table. So she had this gold choker. I knew it was Beth, because I, I, I know, kind of know which one y'all gave, because I went through it all. And uh, so she had this gold choker, and it was one that gave. So she showed it to me. She said, I need bracelets to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> But that back on uh, Monday night, I guess, and um, whatever week it is. <laughs> and, uh, so on Tuesday, I made my way by car through the Texas prairie via San Antonio to the Texas Hill Country in Kerrville, Texas. It's truly one of my happy places at this juncture of my life. If it wasn't so far from where God has me, I'd be over there a lot. It's so beautiful over there. And mm. um, did y'all have a damping cold mist here? Was it damping cold and misty here? Okay. It, it kind of just, it's like the sky was weeping mist. But Shannon lit the bonfire. Um, one of the guys that was cutting her trees, she cut down a cedar tree and we had this big bonfire. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, was, it was great. We sat outside in the misty rain. All eyes wrapped up in a blanket and uh, just, it was good. And the countryside is a blaze in red and gold and orange foliage mixed in with the darker and cedar trees. So, the Friday morning was crisp and bright as I got ready to leave, the sun was shining. So I was packing my car to return to Houston. The sun was dancing on the ripples of the creek and I was standing there and the sun was just so glorious. And I joined my soul with the song of creation Thanking God for his goodness to me at this stage of my life. At this stage of my life. And I'm going back to Psalm 16, 5 through 6. Again, this is the Passion Translation. Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, and my portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Jerry, if you didn't come today to hear any other word but this one. He's got the whole destiny of you and all those children and the ministry that he placed you in, in his hands. Amen. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I'm overwhelmed by the privileges that comes with following you. For you have given me the best. This is a New King James. Oh Lord, you are my, the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot 
The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. I learned early in life to, over, to overcome fear with warfare of lack and insecurity. Don and I left our family home. We, we made it on our own with God's, on our own with God's help. Because my husband was a man of faith. He wasn't as religious as me, but his faith pleased God. And it's through his faith that pleased God that God brought him uh, into walking fearless. But the promise that I walked on and lived on when I was raising my family, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Okay, so the 2018 blew into our life with a lot of life changes. Your financial responsibilities changed. Uh, it's no longer just my responsibility to support myself and the church. No, it is now my responsibility to support my mother. And missions. And what God has called me to do. Amen. What God has set me to do. My destiny. But in that place, it will not be my provision. I do not have to look to my resources. I just made a offering because I believe in miracles. Yes. Amen. On the, uh, I guess what, what day is Christmas fall on this year? We're going to have our regular miracle service. Yes, because I believe in miracles. Jesus Christ's birth was a miracle. His coming to earth was a miracle. His life was a miracle. We have to celebrate his birth with miracles. So we're going to have a miracle service. On the, and my dad is coming in from West Texas. Uh, Claire and Chuck are coming. And Chad and Trey. They'll be here for them. We're going to be having our Christmas concert. Is it the 16th, Judy? Jenny? Mm, our Christmas concert. The 23rd. On the 23rd of December. <laughs> no. No, the Sunday before. Okay, we can change. <laughs> <laughs> the 23rd is the miracle service. Okay. Okay, and the Sunday before the Christmas concert. Okay. Okay. I'll get on it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. I, I, I'm sorry. I uh, guess I didn't communicate that. But the 15th? The 16th? Is it the 16th? 16th. 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 So I stood there by that stream of water on Friday, watching the angels dance on the wall of water in the sunlight. I know that was angels dancing because they're just so glorious. And you listen to the song of the creek as it falls over the dam. I told the Lord, I told him, but I was thanking him. Whatever my latter days look like, my cup was full of this day. And the joy of the present is enough to sustain my joy and peace for my journey on earth. The joy that was filling me that moment as the sun came down and danced on the creek and the creek was chirping and singing and the birds were singing and everything was beautiful in my world. The joy of the Lord that filled me at that moment is enough to carry me to whatever 2019 may bring. Amen. And there are those times and those places when you stand before the Lord with nothing in your heart but thanksgiving. You don't take him the challenges that you're facing are even the um, challenges that you don't even know that you're going to face, which people make up and worry about stuff that hasn't happened yet. 
are that could happen because there are will be challenges in this life even when you're my age there are going to be life challenges if you have the privilege and the honor of serving God Amen. there will continually be life challenges but by the same miracle and the same provision and the same providential care that the Lord has given you all your life, he's going to take you to the end and take you on to heaven. Amen. Whatever that looks like, and it will be for his destiny, and it's promised to us in this beautiful psalm. I'm going to read this to you again. Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, and my portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I am overwhelmed by the privileges that comes with following you, for you have given me the best. And when you have experienced God's best, and you have experienced that best, all that your heart can do is sing unto God of his goodness and his mercy. And how can fear enter in? And how can worry ever enter in about things that haven't happened yet? Amen. God has given me the best. Look at you and my family, and it, 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 my family didn't get all grown up all at one time. <laughs> it was a process. Mm -hmm. But you know what Diane and I did? <clears throat> we set our face like Clint, we didn't budge. Amen. And we just kept holding the line. I was a little bit tougher than he was. He was a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> But the Lord says, any good thing you find in me comes from you. And once we realize that, once we realize that any good thing that is in us comes from God, then all the goodness of God locks into us and we become part of the goodness of God. Amen. On Tuesday Bible study, I'm getting ahead of myself here. The purpose of God is to engrave humanity with his own divine nature and image. The goodness, mercies, our securities, welfare, our associates, the people that God puts in your life, whether they come for a short time or whether they're to be part of your life, all your life, lifetime friends. God gives us lifetime friends and he, then he gives us people who just pass through our life for a season our worship, our ambitions have been engraved into our soul through the blessings of the goodly heritage, which is God himself. Any good thing you find in me comes from you. Tuesday Bible study on November 13th, we may have touched a realm of heaven of God's divine love from which John was preaching in 1 John chapter 4. When he wrote 1 John chapter 4, he was ministering from the realm of God's love and he was ministering from heaven. That's, I just know it. John challenges the church to the level of divine fellowship, which is actually companionship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He is the head, we are the body. Oh, we know that scripture. By him being the head and us being the body, we are in divine fellowship daily with the love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There are many levels of earthly fellowship in churches, but John is speaking here of the Spirit's witness from one spirit to the other that we are the sons of God. And I mentioned Tuesday at the Bible study, do you remember when you were saved and how you became part of the Ecclesia? And there was so much love and fellowship. And then when you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, 
And you were in fellowship spirit to spirit with those who had the same spirit as you. Mm -hmm. Because y'all were of one spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But then the church became competitive. The church became ambitious. The church began to look at the offering plate. Yes. The church began to uh, say, well, these gifts will give me a name and fame and money. And we got away from this. Spirit to spirit, love to love. But we're loving one another without trying to discern if there's anything, uh, any dirt in our lives or anything wicked in our lives. You're just going spirit to spirit, love to love. Because you are one heart and one love with the Father. Do y'all remember what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Such fellowship is apart from any other dimension on earth. It provides an avenue to communicate on a level beyond the capacity of earthly love and earthly fellowship. There's an inward sense of knowing which removes barriers normally associated with social exchanges. You're not looking to see how that person's going to get you or going to cut you down or going to slice you up or whatever. You're not looking for those things because your spirit is on the level of in heaven where your love level is with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Such is and will be the characteristic of fellowship in heaven. John defines and refines this truth that we are to experience this divine love on earth as it is in heaven, that the ecclesia, the church of the living God, is to experience and live in this divine love. God did not give you the gift of discerning of, of spirits to cut people down and to cut them up. And cut them into little pieces. Built around the knowledge of Jesus and the fellowship he had with the Father, Jesus said he only did what he saw the Father do. Yes. John declared that early disciples simply entered into their intimacy with Jesus Christ. We too are invited into that intimacy. Within this fellowship, there is no darkness, unforgiven sin, or hatred. There is no unforgiveness. In this realm of love, there is no pain. There is no pain. In this realm of love, Jerry, he bears all of our griefs and sorrow. He came not only to take away my sins, but he came to bear my grief and my sorrow. Mm -hmm. The world, and that would be the cosmos, the world system, has no knowledge of the fellowship with the divine love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Nothing in the natural mind of man can perfect the depths of his privilege. True. What the world cosmos determines as fellowship cannot be equated to this holy communion. And it rises far above the passions of earthly love. Love comes from God, whether manifested in God or in man. And love is of divine origin, being God's own nature for God's love. Divine begetting preceded the love. Divine love is an activity of the implanted eternal life and is therefore a proof that the life and love of God is present. Back to Psalm 16, 8. Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. For I experience your wraparound present every moment. Passion translation. New King James. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Now we have an old Christian song. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Just like a tree. Okay, that is not just a, a, a determination, that's not just a stubbornness, 
That's not just a strong mind and a strong will. That is a realm of the spirit of God that we walk in. And the psalmist saw it. And the psalmist, psalmist saw it. John preached from it. Uh, David was taken to it. It's a realm that you and I are called by God. And as I stood there by that stream Friday morning, and the spirit of God surrounded me, and all of creation was praising and thanking God, that filled me. That filled me. It was a filling of that knowing, of that realm that God, we have walked this. You've walked it with me. We killed the bear and the lion. What's that Goliath going to do to me? Verse 8 through 11 of Psalm 16 were quoted by Peter in his first sermon after the pouring out of the Spirit on the day of Pentecost. He tells us expressly that David is prophesying concerning Christ and his resurrection. Yes, these verses in Psalm 16 are applied to all good Christians as well as David's personal, holy elevations toward God and heaven. David didn't write this psalm just sitting there playing. He got taken into heaven. And just like John wrote, First John from the realm of love and heaven, he was standing, even though he was on earth, he was standing in heaven when he wrote First John. And he wrote that realm of love. When David wrote Psalm 16, and he told us about this love, and he told us about this place in God, he was standing there. He was standing in heaven in the realm of heaven and he was taken there by the spirit of God into that realm where he saw the love of God that would come on the earth through Jesus Christ because the earth never saw that kind of love until Jesus came and died for us. But David saw it and he experienced it and he wrote about it. That's why it's called the golden secret. David was carried by the spirit of prophecy quite beyond the consideration of himself and his own life to foretell the glory of the Messiah. Yet today, these same verses carry, guide, and animate Christians to experience the golden secret of heaven. While on earth, because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. That this golden secret of well-being, of trust, of destiny, of purpose, of a path in life has already been sealed and engraved into our soul. Psalm 16, 7. The way you counsel and correct me makes me praise you more. For your whispers in the night give me wisdom, showing me what to do next. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. The night seasons can mean your dark times, the dark nights of the soul. When life's challenges are before us, challenges so big, mountains so big, that we can't move those mountains by ourselves. When we're um, Lucy, as you're facing now the care of a loved one, and you're walking him through it, you can't do this alone. But see, it's already been engraved in your soul. It has already been engraved in yourself. And just as you walked through all of the other challenges that life has thrown at you, with the same courage and faith to God, 
He's going to carry you all the way through this. It can also apply to the Lord speaking to us in our dreams and visions of the night. Verses 9 through 10. My heart and soul explode with joyful, joyful of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure. You will not abandon me to the realm of death. King James says, Sheol. Nor will you allow your Holy One to experience corruption. For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life. The path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. King, New King James. My heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. You will not leave my soul in Sheol. Not will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is the golden secret. Engraved in the hearts of all mankind who receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The path of life is that course of life which enables the godly to fulfill his destiny. When you are on your path of life, God has already made every provision for you to fulfill your destiny. All you do is walk in it and walk forward Amen. in faith without fear. Into what is before you. And with the same way that he's brought you this far, he's going to carry you on. Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. We are in Christ. Therefore, we are seated with him in glory. Today. Today. Act like it. Amen. Walk like it. Hallelujah. Talk like it. When you're out there in the world system, act like it, walk like it, talk like it, that you are seated with Christ. Live like it. Amen. Jesus Christ is here prophetically spoken of the Holy One and his resurrection. However, the word for Holy One is Shakid. C-H-A-K-I-D. I think it's pronounced he. He. Anyway. This word means, for holy one, means faithful, kind, godly one, saint, and pious. The godly one who is living by God, for God, and in God, no longer looks upon death as a threatening present reality. In the presence of the living God, it loses its importance. Jerry has faced it this year. We've all faced it at some time in our life. The godly one, which is Jesus Christ, but the godly saint, who is living by God, for God, and in God, lives in an eternal present. John 4, 16 through 18. The Lord gave me the dream, you know. And see, Psalm 16 is part of this. I realized the Lord gave me Psalm 16 before I left on the trip. And I realized that this is part of the message. I had a dream probably three weeks ago now. And I was preaching 1 John and 2 John in the dream. And the Lord said, you are on a quest for a message. I have found a beautiful treasure in this message. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. It says he in God. 
We have known and believed the love God has for us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. Herein is love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in the world, in this world. As he is, as he is with. When John wrote this, Jesus was in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father. So as Jesus is in heaven, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us. J.K., I need you to check that door. He's in the message. See, he's not hearing the sound because he's hearing what I'm saying. That's good, J.K. By living in God, love has brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face death. Life and the day of judgment. You see, you have to fearlessly face life. We have to fearlessly face life. And if we fearlessly face life and the path of life that God has put us on, when the day of death comes, we will face that and we will not fear judgment. Amen. Because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. As young Christians, I live my life in fear that if I did something wrong, that it would bring judgment on me and my family, and that was my fear. And the Lord brought me through a breaking that broke that off of me. It was a bondage. This was not living in the love of God. I no longer live in fear of anything. What can death do to me? Amen. Just gives me a new address in heaven. I told my nephew Jeff, this time he's a godly Christian man. I said, Jeff, I'm ready to go. I got some things unfinished around here I got to take care of for God. There's still things that God, ha I haven't finished yet. Tommy Martin told me I hadn't done yet what God told me to do. I still, I still haven't done it yet. So, you know, my time is not here. But, it, you know, any day now, I'm ready. Lord, let's just walk on over. Death has no power over me. Or the fear of death. Because I have no fear of life. All that I live and walk through on this earth, the Lord will carry me through. I have no fear of the future. We will with open faces on the day of judgment, we will have open faces, the word of God says, on the day of judgment. For the true believer filled with God's love, the day of judgment and our death is not to be feared, but looked forward to. You see, I'm not ready to go to heaven because I know my time is not up, but I'm looking forward to it. Amen. I'm looking forward to going to heaven. For perfect love will have made us completely like Christ. Love provides us with no reason to fear the future or fear punishment from God or fear the day of judgment on the earth. See, that young woman in me who walked so rigidly, afraid to turn to the left or to the right or fear that I would do anything or that would displease God because I was afraid that judgment would fall on me and my family. God had to break that religious spirit off of me. And when he did, y'all have heard me talk about that four years of breaking. When he did, and he brought me out of there, and that was when he told me I had courage. He sent me up and told me I had courage. And when he did, and sent me up in there, that thing was broken off of me, and fear no longer had hold on me. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to live. 
I'm not afraid to die. And I'm not afraid of the day of judgment. Amen. Perfect love casts out all fear. Have I gotten yet to the message that God sent me on? But I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. We still got, well, finish uh, First John this coming Tuesday. And then we'll have our Christmas um, party the following Tuesday. And uh, then we will have uh, Tuesday morning Bible study, I think, till Jan I think it's January 8th. Then I'm going to start second John. But at least I get to finish first John with all the holidays here. If you notice, I do not preach here. I preach love because when our love is made perfect, there is no fear. There are preachers still today who tell you that Jesus is coming tomorrow, and he might. He might come in the next few minutes. He might. And he may well try to put fear in you, and I don't do that. Now, if you do not receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going to hell. Okay? That's your dad. Because all that Jesus now is, not like Jesus was, but because of grace, we are like he is now. Pure and holy seated in heaven and glorified. Faith has transferred his righteousness to us. 1 John 4, 18. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Now, if you're living in sin, if you're lying and cheating and stealing and browsing around, you will come, you will go to God's with you. He will bring correction to your life, but his correction will brought to you, be brought to you in love to get you on his path. All of God's correction to his children is to put us back on the path of life, which is our destiny in him. And when we get off that path of life, then we are out of, we're, out, we're <coughs> off our destiny and he begins to bring correction to us to get us back on the path of life. Psalm 16, 4. Now you said, Carol, you're not going in chronological order here. I'm in charge of this sermon right now. Y'all aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Yet there are those who yield to their weakness, and they will have troubles and sorrows and envy. I never gather with such ones or give them honor in any way. Passion Translation. New King James. Those who ha hasten after another God, G-O-D, their sorrows shall be multiplied. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take their names on my lips. There are lots of gods out there that even Christians are chasing after. And if you chase after these false gods, the Word of God says the same Word of God where David was standing in heaven, preaching from a realm of heaven that no one's seen till Jesus brought it, and then John saw it, and he says that there, if you follow another God, your sorrows shall be multiplied. I believe that. David contrasts the godly and the apostates, those who have been seduced by heathenism in society. So the golden secret. The hidden jewel, engraved in gold, is written in the life and death of Jesus Christ. That we, through his holy life and resurrection, and resurrection, now live in eternity and eternal glory with him. As Jesus is, so now are we. Amen. Amen. 
The challenges of life, death, and judgment have no fear to us who are following wholly after the Lord. It is sealed. It is Midtown. It is the golden glory of living in eternal glory now. Amen. Amen. Good word, Pastor. Good word. writer or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing well go to treehouse publishers today we can help you achieve your dream dreams come true in our house do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world well treehouse publishers will help you to achieve your dream write that book today sell your book in london in africa and many other countries let your tree bear much fruit with Tree House Today. Go to www.gotreehouse.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 